Okay, I'm recording. Okay, so Same. everyone is Mike recording. Mic check. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, I can see that I am recording, just so you all know. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, so everyone, welcome to the Big D. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. That's made Gross. up. That is not a thing. It can't be, right? <laughs> I don't. No, I've been to Dallas. Nobody called it that. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, All right. Hello, America, and thanks for coming. My name is Stoney. What's yours? Hi, it's Jamal. Hi, Jamal. What's up? Oh, not much. Just hanging out, doing a podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. How's that going for you? Uh, Pretty good so far, but I think it could be more fun if we added a special guest. That's a fabulous idea. Who do you think we should have? How about we have Nikki from Nikki Needs an Adult. Welcome, Hi. Nikki. Yay. <laughs> And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> She's here. <laughs> she is here. So how are you doing, Nikki? I'm great. Thanks. Uh, thanks for inviting me. What a great episode to get invited on to be a part of. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm really excited to break it down with you. Um, I guess for the people that don't really know, you, your name is Nikki and you host a podcast called Nikki Needs an Adult. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, so maybe can you, uh, I don't know, tell our listeners out there a little bit more about your podcast. So Nikki Needs an Adult is basically a podcast for people who are struggling with adulthood, you know, uh, getting up in the morning and going to work, Uh, things like how we were educated in school and trying to like integrate that into our lives. Um, Basically, I just talk about how I'm trying to be a grown up with the mentality of an 18 year old and I have children. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to get through the day. you know, we reform. Well, we, I don't have a mouse in my pocket. It's just me. I reformatted for my second season and we have a lot of like new things that I do now in segments. And I um, go in and I ask social media a question and they DM me back. Jamal was a part of that for my black history episode. And uh, I just, it's just really about trying to be an adult in your thirties when you don't feel like an adult in your thirties. Yeah. It's a really good podcast. Like I've, listened to quite a few episodes one of the episodes i just listened to was the friendship episode um i haven't got all the way yet through part two but part one was really good and i thought like you definitely talk about a lot of stuff that you don't really think about being an adult like just how much like time you have to put into your friendships and that it's really Mm -hmm. something that you know you should really think about more often than what you know, people really do. So, and it's in the same token, it's also like topics that kind of haunt you subliminally throughout the day, because I know us being in Indianapolis, I'm like, oh man, we really need to go see like our Cincinnati friends. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it just kind of follows you around. So I can really relate to your show. And we, and like with the friendship when I was sitting at home in January and I was like, I'm lonely. I don't have any friends. And I was like, yes, I actually have tons of friends what is wrong with me? And it's just because you don't have time for friends as you get to a certain age. Mm-hmm. Just how it goes. Yeah, being an adult, it's definitely exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess before we uh, get into the episode, though, let's kind of do our little 
round table to see how everyone's week was doing. Um, so I don't know, Jamal, do you want to start us out? Yeah. So my week was um, slightly up and down. So I was actually out of work two days this week because I was having um, a reaction to some medication and also showing um, flu symptoms. (laughs) So (laughs) I was going to go to work. I showed up at like 7.20 a.m. and I sat down and I was like, oh, nope, this isn't happening today. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was home for two days. But um. I recovered just in time to get my new tattoo today, so I'm just loving that. <laughs> um, the feeling of fresh ink is one that I can't really describe. If you know, you know. It's going to look real cute come Lady Gaga showtime. <laughs> <laughs> well, to tell everyone what your tattoo is. <laughs> so I'm a pl- proud Slytherin House member for those of you who follow the blog and know gays in the life. So I got the um, dark mark right under my trumpet on my left forearm. So it's kind of got a double effect. It looks kind of like murally now, just like my interest. And it's all really cool and varies. And then I finally got my Harry Potter tattoo. And it's one that I haven't really seen that's too common. So I've got to stand out a little bit. So, of course, I did this. (laughs) You're like an evil Slytherin person. Hi. (laughs) 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 Uh, so my week wasn't near as exciting i feel like i always have boring weeks because i'm just like working and like trying to like just make it through the week oh and basketballs let you down so you don't have anything to do yeah (laughs) so i don't know i guess i just was like trying to stay away from jamal because he had like the flu so that was pretty much it (laughs) You put me in a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so mine was kind of boring. What ab- what about yours, Nikki? <laughs> uh, I work. My kids were on spring break, so, like, we did fun things. Uh, we kind of went onto campus, and we spent a day exploring out there. And we, um, I you know, just, like, work, stuff like that. Just trying to spend time with them. Um, and then I have, like, really interesting news. And I asked my daughter before I told this story. So Tessa, she's kind of, it's my oldest daughter. She's been on my show a couple times. She yeah. came out this week and I thought this was a good forum for that. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Yeah. I was like, can I bring this up as like something that happened? And she was like, I don't care. I was like, okay, I just want to make sure I wanted to have her permission <laughs> to make sure that that was like kosher. But yeah, that was part of my week this week. She decided to do it now. So. Oh, yeah. wow. How cool. Well, that's yeah. awesome that, you know she has such a supportive family like that you're you know and was so comfortable to come out at this age like I could not like I definitely thought I knew I was gay going into high school so and I waited until college so big props to you little ma'am because you got some major major ovaries there yeah that's (laughs) awesome (laughs) yeah I was like she was just well okay so honest time for me i go through her phone like once every three months like the overbearing mother that i am just because like (laughs) dick pics drugs things like that yeah internet is real yeah so i found out that way but i didn't i was just like okay you know Mm -hmm, i just kind of didn't say anything and then finally she's like i know that you know let's have this conversation i was just like okay i guess you're going to talk to me like you're the grown up, So that's how this is going to go down. But I mean, she'll be a freshman in high school next year. So maybe she just wanted to kind of get it mm-hmm. out haha, in the open yeah. before <laughs> she went to high school. I don't know. But yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I think anytime that 
someone that young can is feels comfortable like telling you about mm-hmm. you know that they, right. they feel comfortable enough to tell you because that's not how like like my experience with it all yeah, so neither um i don't know i think it just kind of shows too like just how much well i mean a lot of things have changed it's not great for everybody but a lot of things have changed in a lot of ways so that's always good yeah and she was really she was like she didn't want me to talk about it on my show but she was cool about me talking about it on here but that's because we <laughs> listen to your show so i'm sure that that's why so yeah <laughs> well i think it's and, very cool tessa and you know you've always been part of the rainbow but welcome queen you get extra glitter <laughs> extra glitter points <laughs> and i found out i was a ravenclaw this week and i was really upset and jamal got me through it so yeah <laughs> yeah that was a hilarious moment on twitter i was dying <laughs> <laughs> I was I wanted to be uh, a Gryffindor and no I'm not I'm a Ravenclaw whatever Damn. it's Harry Potter it's not even real it's not even a real thing it's whatever you'll make him cool <laughs> I mean that's what most muggles say but I still believe in magic <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. T- like I'm in a house full of Hufflepuffs and I'm a Ravenclaw I don't know. not Hufflepuffs <laughs> that's up from Pokemon Huffle what are they called Huffle Huffle no, what, the other house. It is Hufflepuff, yeah. yeah Hufflepuff. Ravenclaw, is it Hufflepuff? Gryffindor, Slytherin. I'm thinking Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff That's from Jiggly Pokemon. Pokemon. There's I'm too many. I'm such an old lady. I don't know what things are. It's all very confusing. Jigglypuff. <laughs> um, Whatever. All right. Well, let's like get into the episode. Let's talk about it, ladies. All right. Honesty. All right. So... Let's start talking about the episode, The Monster Ball, Season 11, Episode 5, The Big D. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's never going to die. I was really excited about this episode, just like the concept, The Monster Ball. Um, So I'm like really excited to talk about it. Like, I think it was somewhat disappointing for me, but I don't know. Shots fired. No, I I feel you, though. It was like we wanted to see an episode like this where we had a massive runway with like three looks per queen. And it's like, oh, holy shit, it's Halloween. It's the monster ball. This is going to be so epic, so cool. And it didn't fall flat, but it was definitely a lower of the balls that we've seen on RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. I wanted it to be more monster. And it wasn't. It was a lot of pretty. And I was like, no, you all saw Sharon. Like, come on. Monster ball. Elvira's there. Step it up. Exactly. Go crazy. Like, either do it real camp like Nina or like like when Evie was like, I'm trying to be high fashion. Why now did you choose to be high fashion for this ball? This is yeah. supposed to be your jam. Yeah, that was bad time. Why are you doing glam. this? Yeah, I thought right. that was kind of my feelings too and we'll get into it once we get on the runway but that's kind of how i felt was it was just right there was a lot of pretty and glam stuff and i was ready for like blood to come out of someone's mouth like <laughs> right like, yeah something to be terrifying <laughs> something <laughs> right um so starting out i guess kind of um you know the girls are coming back from you know the previous episode and um, they're just kind of talking about Mercedes and just how sad it is to see her leave. But um, Evie kind of says, you know, she's ready to thin out the pack, which I thought this was like a winner quote. Like, I'm like, Evie's, uh-huh. this is her like 
winner section right here. I guess we have um, a little bit of Evie. I guess Raja was kind of talking about just her, um, you know, ready to lip sync basically for the rest of the, the show. Mm-hmm. And then Evie kind of called her out on that saying like, girl, like we need somebody here to kind of, you know, we need somebody here to win out. We don't need somebody just winning like lip syncs just because you're not right. doing very well on the runway. So I don't know. What were your guys' thoughts on that? I kind of see like, you know, I see what Raja's saying. She's like, okay, like, you know, if I fall to the bottom, you know, if I have to dig myself out every time, sure, I'm going to do that. But Evie's perspective is, you know, you shouldn't have to say anything like that. You should just kind of have like that winner mentality and just go for it. Like you're supposed to be on RuPaul's Drag Race and just do your best. And hopefully you are winning and not just, you know, surviving. Right. I just don't think Raja likes to be challenged. And I think she showed that last episode with the dancing thing. I think if somebody tries to challenge her, she gets her burr up. Like, she didn't have to talk about how Evie smells bad and how she's thrown the big D, the real big D. Like, she didn't have Mm -hmm. to be that way, but she was doing it because somebody hurt her pride. Yep, that's exactly right. I agree. Yeah, and that's the one thing I don't really like about Raja. She tends to, like, go for the low blow. Like, when she's, like, Mm -hmm. arguing with somebody, it's like... Do you really need to like comment on their appearance or like, I don't know how somebody smells. I don't know. It just seems like very like childish to me. It's so petty. And we're like, so like above that, like, come on, you don't have anything else. Show us some intellect, sweetie. Yeah. (laughs) Or if you're going to be that petty, have something to back it up with. And she hasn't yet. Like you have 18 cat suits and half-ass dance moves. Like show me something if you're going to talk shit like that. Right. Don't just rip someone to shreds. Like, you know, make it a smart pun. Like, entertain me if you're going to be this way. Right. Exactly. Boo. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So we kind of, uh, Rue comes out and we find out that uh, it's going to be the monster ball. Um, But but before the monster ball, we find out that Rue is now selling a doll. (laughs) (laughs) Another doll. Another doll. $112 doll. Yeah, it's not cheap. Yeah, so yeah. Rue's like still being like a gypsy out here trying to sell like from the booth. Pedaling <laughs> uh, <laughs> her trinkets. <laughs> um, so the mini challenge this week because for a tie-in for the Rue doll is to basically the queens have to do a quick drag challenge and dress up like dolls themselves um, so while they're kind of like getting ready, Trixie comes out and basically just like makes fun of them. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Queen Trixie. I always love seeing Trixie on screen. Uh, the Trixie and Katya show is one that we keep a lookout for. Um, whenever there's a new episode, we watch it immediately. I just love me some Trixie. And she had her little white boots on and I always love that. So, yes. Yeah. I was excited. Giving us so, those uh, Midwest vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, she is what she is. That's okay. Uh, and then Sharon, it was funny because on Twitter this week, Sharon made a comment. She's like, nothing says Halloween better than an overpainted Barbie doll. And fans were like, <laughs> drag her queen. And I was like, Sharon's just like friends with Trixie and giving her a hard time. Like, yeah. I don't even think Sharon was in the country when they <laughs> shot that. Because I even, I said it on Twitter. I was like, I would have loved to seen Sharon and Trixie, but Sharon was working. So mm-hmm, deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know how and Twitter is. They have to, like, overanalyze everything. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Drag Race fans are vicious. 
<laughs> so, they are yeah. crazy. They are I mean, crazy. It, Don't at Trixie, me, though, please. <laughs> Trixie tweeted me back about armpit hair, and you should have seen the things that people were tweeting underneath it. I was just like, I'm scared. <laughs> Where's my safe place? <laughs> exactly. But I thought I thought that what Trixie did was great. I love the Barbie challenge. I didn't like that Raja won because that made zero sense, but I did like the challenge itself. I yeah. agree. I didn't know why Raja was the winner. Yeah, I, I, I had a problem with that too because I rewatched it even earlier just to prepare for the podcast and I thought like it didn't make sense to me that Raja won. It really wasn't that funny. No. I, I don't know. Like, because to me, like, I thought, to me, my favorite was like Stupid Scarlet. I don't know why it just made me laugh so much, but it was comical. Um, I don't know. Like, what were some of the other ones that you guys liked or disliked? Hmm. Who did I like? I um, like Nina's about the bush. Yeah, Nina's was fun. I liked her little homage to Janelle Monet with the pink pants, the like mm-hmm. iconic vagina pants. Oh, Art, I tell you. Um, <laughs> Vangie was just Vangie. I don't know what she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you take the picture? <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, like, with hers. Like, I liked hers a lot, but I can't really tell you why it was so great. Like, it was just her just being, like, a goofball. <laughs> I kind right. of like the idea of Akira's Orange is the New Black Barbie or whatever the hell she called it. She's like, you pull the string and fucking she pulls a razor out of her hair. Yeah. And she only had one arm. And she only had one <laughs> arm. Oh I mean, God. that was pretty good, I think. Like, looking back at that, like, the fact that she pulls out a blade when you pull <laughs> the string. <laughs> right. There were just a lot of other quality ones compared to, like, Raja's. So, I don't know. And Raja's won, like, a couple of these now, I think, where it's, I don't know, Ruma's. Maybe it's just, like, seeing it live or something but i think rue's just getting a kick out of her somehow maybe like yeah maybe she's just trying to give her like a little nudge because she's been at the bottom here a couple times yeah well anyway i guess moving on to <laughs> the, he's uh, like i'm bored <laughs> the main <laughs> the main challenge like rue was saying it's the monster ball this week so basically we're going to have three different runways um the first runway is going to be trampy trick-or-treaters yes um and then the second is going to be witch please <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one is going to be milf eleganza extravaganza i don't know monsters i'd like to freak yes <laughs> So I guess before we kind of like get into like the actual runway itself and all the workroom drama, what do you guys think of the categories? I think they're fun. Like definitely they've got potential, gives the queens free reign to be as creative as they need to be and just really show us more of who they are. I think it's outside of the idea of other ones because she's kind of repeated like an apocalypse ball or she's had like the same idea like, because last year it was like when it was kind of apocalyptic last year too and it was in season four Mm -hmm. like she's done the same thing like multiple times so i thought this was different and i think that she understands that horror fans and drag race fans obviously go together because there's dragula so i think that she was bringing in two things i mean all of us like horror so obviously it's something that the fans get into i thought it was a smart idea and I thought that the guest judges were perfect to go with it. I I like the idea of this one a lot. Yeah, super fun. Yeah, I did too. I think 
I don't know. Like, the only part that I wasn't really sure, like, I don't know, like, Trampy Trick-or-Treaters and then Milf Eleganza. Like, I felt like a lot of the queens were, like, mixing the two together almost, where it's just like, I'm just going to wear something sexy and, like, I don't know. There was, like, a little bit of overlap there. So, I don't know. Um, That maybe I could have, like, done without or, like, maybe do a different monster for, like, one Mm -hmm. of the categories. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, overall, it was fine, so. I have to admit, I did get really confused because I thought it was supposed to be moms in Halloween costumes for the last one. (laughs) And so, like, Tess was like, no, no, that's not what it is. Because if it was moms in Halloween costumes, how funny would have that been? So then when they were (laughs) showing up in, like, these gowns, I was like, that's not a mom. I wouldn't wear that on Halloween. (laughs) Tess is like, they're not going to be in, like, cat ears and jeans, mom. That's not how it was. Oh, no. Oh, that was a I didn't know. It was confusing. (laughs) I could see the potential for the trampy trick-or-treaters because my mind immediately went to, like, you know, college at a Big Ten campus, like Halloween at Mm -hmm. IU. I don't know who this legendary secret queen is, but she was, like, sexy little Bo Peep, and I was, like, living for this costume. It was so precious and so slutty somehow. Oh. And it was just, like, working. It was (laughs) epic. Because you know Halloween in college, just everybody's tits and ass What year was this? Right. Oh, my gosh. This was, I think this was fall of 2006. Okay. So if anyone knows of sexy little Bo Peep from fall of 2006 at IU. We were were crossing the street to the the Herman B. Well Library. So if you're out there listening, girl, you did that. It's misconnections on TFC Pod. (laughs) (laughs) get out of here (laughs) usually what we'll do is we'll just kind of go through all the runway looks so i guess before we get into just like breaking them all down let's kind of just talk through some of the workroom drama i don't really have like a ton in my notes i guess what they were even talking about but i don't know did you guys specifically have anything um that you wanted to bring up from the workroom this episode Ooh, putting me on the spot. Let me see. So I'll uh, go ahead and say, like, for me personally, like, I think, um, you know, Silky was kind of talking about just how she um, was just basically ready to lip sync. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's where my mind was going more of with Evie because Silky was like, you know, if I have to lip sync, I'm ready. And Evie's just like, girl, why do you need to even say that? Like, this just grinds Evie's gears <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> like, she just, it just bothers the hell out of her. And I get it, but I think part of um, what Evie's going to have to do is kind of tone down what makes her react. Yeah. And, but I see what she's saying, though. But maybe that delivery, that's the delivery point Scarlett was talking about last week. Yeah, see, and that's where I just thought, like, it seemed like a lot of the queens were just, like, basically just, like, giving up. I don't know, like, who else. Like, Ariel was, like, struggling big time, but I don't know. It just seemed, it was, like, a weird workroom scene this time, I felt like. I feel like this workroom proved what I've kind of been saying. I started saying it in season 10, 
they're so much more worried about their image going into it to sell merchandise and to get them on all stars and to get them touring that they don't care if they have the lip sync or how well they do in the challenges because they're just trying to get that image through. And that's basically what Silky said from her very first day. Mm-hmm. I, I want a spinoff. I want this because Silky and I don't have a good relationship. And like, <laughs> I, and it's just like Scarlet, like walking around and I'm feeling my O's and she had the thing up because I, I have to tell you guys, I'm sorry, but I don't like Scarlet. She is one of my least no. favorite ones. I don't <laughs> like her. She's and a little whiny for me. I could understand. I understand why, but go ahead. And <laughs> she's, she's like if milk and someone else had a baby that would be because she's so much like milk sometimes and milk would get under my skin too yeah but like like, yeah see that's funny because i like i hated milk so much but for some reason i don't know what it is with scarlet i don't have like a hatred towards scarlet i kind of just take her more as like kind of like a dumb blonde like no offense to blonde people out there but you know just like the stereotypical you know like from like legally blonde like a total ditz right she just it's an entitlement like i'm beautiful you should already know that i'm beautiful my hair is long i'm gonna put this thing and what's funny is that she walked around and she kind of did the thing and they that's where booty holes came from you know because she had that big hole in the back of her dress yeah but then when she was on the runway i felt like she her like milf thing was the only one who made sense because she was the creature from the blue lagoon you know like it made sense Mm -hmm. in the time Mm -hmm. um but like like i we all i loved ariel and i followed ariel for a really long time before before she was ever on drag race but she needed to stop making a brand and get into the competition. That whole, like, yes. I'm just too much in my head. You're saying that, that, like, it's your nerves, but it's not your nerves. It's you're trying to work on your brand to sell merch because you want to make money because you put yourself in debt getting here. And yeah. I think that's why I, and that's why I like Evie is because Evie's like, stop losing these challenges on purpose and be in the challenge. Mm-hmm, and that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's how I feel about it. I should just be on Drag Race. I should be a judge. I don't know why RuPaul hasn't <laughs> called me yet. <laughs> I, know. I know. Like, we could be, like, in the writer's room, and you exactly. could be doing that. We'll see. <laughs> if We know you're listening. If Ru would hire us as consultants, <laughs> we would be, like, put Nikki on as a judge. <laughs> Thank you. I would appreciate it so much. <laughs> and I'd wear a Thanks for Coming t-shirt. Ooh, those are coming. <laughs> yeah, eventually. <laughs> uh, merch is so hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I guess maybe first we can go through the first runway and then we'll take a quick break since this is like such a long like uh, main challenge. Okay. Um, so the first runway was Trampy Trigger Treaters. So we'll just kind of go through and talk about who are our favorites, who are our least favorites. So... Jamal, do you want to go first and kind of talk about who you really liked, who you didn't like? So I was a little um, confused by Evie's when she came out, not going to lie. So um, it took me a second to process the concept, but once I got it, I thought it was funny. Um, I actually really liked Akira's. I know um, Stoney and one of the, um, was it Raja or Aquaria? One of them said, you know, this didn't really read Halloween, but I thought it was sexy. I thought it was a fun play on a Halloween costume. And I liked the casino vibe, so I really liked Akira's. I liked Brooklyn a lot. I did like her mummy vibe. I mean, she was on point. She did what she needed to do. Uh, but Nina's from Little Shop of Horrors, hands down the best one. 
Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, that, that is was camp really fun. drag. Mm-hmm. Yep, I loved it. I immediately knew what that was. I immediately said, feed me, Seymour. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, Brooklyn was super fierce, too. Yeah, right. I, th- I was kind of the same. Like, I thought Nina's was really cool. Reminded me of my childhood. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, obviously, Brooklyn, like, I mean, she just does that so well. Like, that, like, those, like... Uh, you know, when she wraps herself in anything with like a, a hard line or whatever, <laughs> yeah. like it just right. looks freaking awesome on her. <laughs> um, I thought Vanjie's was good. Like Vanjie's got it down, like as far as like, this is her style, mm-hmm. right. With the course corset and stuff, but it's just like, she was an angel, right? Yeah. yeah. It was like Victoria's okay. secret. She right? looked pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, Evie, like, I didn't really, I didn't dislike it, but then, like, I was kind of unsure about it, but then when I went back and rewatched, I thought it was, it made a lot more sense to me, and it was actually really funny, um, just seeing her, like, trying to bend over with the, like, Tyrannosaurus. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So, I really liked that, um, and then, I guess, I did want to bring up, too, just, um, the worst one there, which was Sugar. (laughs) Oh. Oh, the troll. What was that? I was not getting troll from that girl. <laughs> I thought also Silky's unicorn could have been a little more zhuzhed. Oh, that was pretty bad, too. Yeah. But the troll, she looked like a mixture between a belly dancer, the genie from Aladdin, and somebody who got a wig from Amazon. Like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, did I not say, okay, is she a genie? Like, I immediately thought she was a genie, too. Right. Yes. She was blue. Yeah, okay, I feel validated now. Yeah, like, I guess I don't remember... Like, I had trolls when I was a kid, but most of them just had, like, regular skin tones, like... With the crazy wild hair, I don't remember ever having a blue troll. I didn't. Were they ever sexy trick-or-treaters, though? (laughs) I don't think they were. I did have a pirate troll, (laughs) Yeah, he looked real frumpy. I feel kind of bad for Sugar because she said that like she it was inspired by like the trolls she used to play with when she was a kid. Like if these were the trolls she had, like I feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like these don't look fun to play with. <laughs> no, no, she got Dollar Tree trolls. She's not getting the nice ones. No, the off brand jewel in her belly button. No, what the hell? <laughs> no. It- yeah. She was a dollar store troll. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> that took me out. Yeah. Let's uh <laughs> let's actually let's go ahead and do witch please and then we'll take the break since and then we'll just do our regular runway segment. So um on Witch Please, I guess, Jamal, what were kind of your faves? So faves? I love me a witch. Um yeah. Anything witchy I'm here for. So This was a really fun category for me. I really, really enjoyed Scarlet's kind of sea hag, kind of more more natural take on the witch. I thought that was really cool to see. Um, It's always very fun to see the traditional, like, black, however you want to interpret it. That's easy, right? I like this because it was thinking outside of the box. Um, Same with Suga. It was really gross and hard to look at, but those kind of gory witches and you're like... um, Burton movies and things like that you may see. It's just very cool and interesting. Of course, I liked Evie's cloudy eye. 
It was giving me Harry Potter vibes. I love that. Nina did a really good take on the Crucible kind of Salem witch. Oh, that was, yeah. Yeah. That was my, that was one of my favorites too. Yeah. Uh, that I liked hers a lot too, because it was just, I don't know. I felt like, like when you think witch, that wasn't where my mind went immediately. Yeah. So I thought she was really did a good job, like thinking outside the box. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, Nikki, like what were some of your other favorites? Like I, Lena, like I just love campy drag. So that was great. And then um, I love the cloudy eye thing from, Evie too. I didn't know it was a Harry Potter thing. I'm gonna have to read Harry Potter because I'm so out of the loop. Oh, uh, it's not um, necessarily Harry Potter. I'm just like, oh, that's mystical. That's some shit you'd oh. see in Hogwarts. But the thing that I wanted to see was like a Stevie Nicks kind of impression, like 1970s, big, mm-hmm. flowy, big, scary hair kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And nobody did that, and I was super bummed. And you know what else is that? I cannot remember any of plastic's looks except for the she had some skull makeup in one and that she had uh the um the bunny costume in the first one but i don't even remember her witch look so that's that's kind of where she's starting to fall for me and i wanted her to do something big but she just i wanted a like 70s big hair like not big hair like whatever that wig that Ariel wore the whole time, right. but like something like that. Like I wanted that kind of witch, and nobody gave that to us. I was kind of bummed, but I mean, Nina did a great job. I'm, and I oh, and can we talk about how Silky tried to be the witch from the Wiz, but she did not look like the witch from the Wiz at all. At all, like I could not at remember all. off the top of my head what she looked like in the movie. But then they did the side by side, and he was like, "Oh no, you just completely prettied her up." Yeah, like I'm not, like I couldn't really remember that from The Wiz, but I, after I saw the like close up, I was like, no, like I didn't understand it from the get go because I'm not like that familiar with it. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, been I, a year since I've seen it, I just, I just didn't understand what was happening. <laughs> it just, it didn't make any sense. She put zero effort into this whole competition, like to this whole like runway anyway. It was just this whole, the whole thing. No, to the runway. Like she just, there was nothing there. She looked like a clown. She looked like a, like a party city clown mm-hmm. and it wasn't scary and it wasn't Halloween. Yeah. I was bummed. She looked like the clown you invite to the cotillion ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's over in the corner by the champagne. <laughs> she kind of just smelled it in this episode which is really sad like i feel like a lot of the queens like you were saying like the seasons now like this is what they used to have to do in the early seasons they would have to create their own stuff like on the fly Mm -hmm. whereas like now like that's the part that disappoints me about the show a little bit is that it's become like who can like buy the best designers and who can like get the most trending thing like I enjoy it whenever the queens like put stuff together. And that's kind of why I love Evie so much because she has so much creativity to her. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, you know, maybe sh- she does miss the mark sometimes, but for the most part, it's interesting to look at. Yeah. Maybe that's what drag race can do in the future. Like we need more sewing challenges just to right. push it. Like you should have the option of wearing something that's fabulous that you purchase, but you should also know how to make a fabulous non-purchased garment as well. And I think it's unfair to drag queens that aren't on Drag Race because they can't afford those costumes all the time. Right. So people are going to regular drag shows and they're expecting like 
these high dollar things and they're not going to get that if you're going down to the local bar and you're going to watch a drag show they don't have that kind of money either i follow lots of local drag queens and they all have sewing machines you know they're not buying high priced items Mm -hmm. so i'm just saying i did not like silky ganaches anything ever that's pretty much how i feel about that (laughs) so yeah yeah um, just one other shout out, I guess, for me personally, I thought that um, Scarlet Envy's Blair Witch or whatever it was, which I thought that was pretty good. I thought it was like kind of like uh, Nina. It was like an interesting take on witch, like where it was not what, you know, you were expecting, I guess. Yeah. And I feel like the like natural witches are almost more scary for whatever reason. Right. <laughs> She was the Fire Island witch, right? Is yeah. That what Scar- yeah, that's what Scarlet did. So she was more like in the woods kind of deal. And I thought that was cool too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was. And she had neat. pants on the runway. Yeah, she pants pulled off on pants. The runway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So I guess before we get into the MILF eleganza, how about we take a quick break? And when we get back, we'll get thoughts on that runway and the judging. Sounds good, Queen. <laughs> Hey everyone, thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing you're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. All right, welcome back, everyone. We got our drinks refilled, and we're ready to milf eleganza this place. (laughs) (laughs) House down boots. Yeah. So um, the last runway look, because obviously the mother, or what was it, the monster I'd like to freak. What were your favorites, Jamal? What were your least favorites from this? I liked Brooke's look (laughs) for this runway. Um, I thought it was just kind of like chic looking without doing too much. Um, I'm struggling because I wasn't like super like impressed with any of them. I mean, I liked Brooklyn's because yeah. like she listened to RuPaul and that is always a smart plan. She was like, I think I'm going to do all this. And RuPaul's like, no, you're not. And she's like, you're right. I'm not going to do that. And she changed it. So I thought that was smart. Yeah. Um, I really... I think that's right. Like, they're just, it wasn't really, it that, was kind of right. underwhelming. So this I can't a, really, like, remember. Yeah, this one was a bad one. Like, most of the looks, which, I don't know, it doesn't make sense because it it seems like this would be such an easy one for them to do. Just come out and be, like, a total right. freak. Or, like, just you know. Just have all kinds of fun, you know, push the boundaries. They could have actually been a mom. And it would have been better than some of their looks. Raja came out and looked like a sheep. Or some sort of llama. I did not get what <laughs> she was supposed to be. And then, like, Silky had on the horns from somebody else's um, costume. The Montrese girl. Yeah. Kahana. yeah, the, yeah. Like, I was just like, <laughs> yep. what are you doing? And you could see, like, pieces. I was just kind of bummed. I was just like, oh, come on. Like, I wanted somebody. The one I liked the most was actually Scarlet's because I thought she put the most kind of effort into the theme. Other girls look pretty. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, when Ariel came out, I was just like, I'm over you. Like, and I'd sad. It makes me sad. But I was just like, you didn't do it. You didn't do it. Yeah. She, 
And that's what, like, I was annoyed with Ariel because it didn't make any sense. Like, I don't know why she thought that was, like, Monster Ball. It wasn't at all. Um, Sugars was really bad. It was all over the place. Sugars was terrible. Oh, she had the word Merkin. Silky base. Yeah. <laughs> Silky just put horns on. Um, I guess Plastiques was actually pretty good. Oh. Like, that was where she had the bone yeah. face. Yeah. Uh, but I'm kind of getting over like plastique just in general. Like I feel like a lot of her looks are just like blah to me. I don't know. Well, they're all the same looking. Right. She's got to start mixing it up and doing something different. Um, Vanjie was definitely giving me Party City vibes where she just like basically put like one of those like fake stones from Party City on her head. <laughs> <laughs> the headstones. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nina West, I thought, was kind of interesting just because um, with the mouth thing, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was gross and creepy, but fits the theme, so I liked it. But I mean, I guess overall, like, I feel like, I don't know how the challenge went down, but it almost just felt like the third one, they almost just, like, ran out of time. I don't know if that's Mm -hmm. what happened here was, you know, they focused on the first two and then the third one, it was just like, Oh, we're almost out of time. So we just need to get this over with, but that's kind of what it felt like. A lot of the looks I said felt like an afterthought, like they just ran out of time. Like I would have loved when I heard Evie say that she was going to be a voodoo doll. I got like really excited. Like that can go so many different directions. It's like, Oh, this is going to be great. And then it was like, I don't know what that is. It looks like one of the toys you might buy for your dog at Target <laughs> for like six ninety nine. It was like, two outfits. Yeah, it was just too much going yeah. on. And this was the wrong kind of like what we touched on earlier. This was the wrong runway to try to be glamorous. My feeling, my yeah. gut instinct tells me that they didn't know it was going to be a whole like ball. So they had two because Brooklyn was on Instagram in the skull head thing and talked about who designed it but she made that very last outfit so i think that they had someone make two of them or maybe you know yeah they had to they had someone make two of them they had to make the last one and that's kind of because and and maybe because we we saw like um Oh, was it Monique last year that had to make, or in season 10, well, last year, it was like yesterday, but in season 10, she had to make a bunch of her own costumes. Maybe Silky had to make a bunch of her own stuff. Yeah. But I, I really think that that third outfit was like a surprise and that's why a lot of them seem thrown together. Yeah. See, that would actually make sense Mm -hmm. then because if they had designers maybe on the first two, then, you know, like you said, like we're actually just seeing a product of them like trying to actually create things on their right. own. Which makes me right. wonder two things. One, how in God's name did some designer make that dress for <laughs> that blue thing for sugar? Cause that is not okay. That was not, no. And then I, yeah. I'd yeah. Ask for a refund. Then I also wonder <laughs> knowing or like kind of having that idea behind things, knowing that they had to make them. Does it make you wonder about like silky in general and about how much effort she put into the whole competition coming there you know because she just doesn't seem to oh, yeah, it, silky, it makes yeah. it seem like she's just there to further her career and we all know the rumors about her it's been all over twitter the fact that she's been super hateful and rude and how she's been talking about getting people in and her charges and her bookings and stuff so 
you know. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot. I mean, on. that really so does seem bad. If if that her first two looks, if she knew about them beforehand and didn't have to like create them, like I don't know. It almost just seems like she's like not even participating at this point. I mean, I just get the impression that she's just there. Definitely just trying to just be there. I don't think she's really like into the competition until she gets her scare and she realizes she's about to lose her airtime. Exactly. But we'll see. Yeah. It's, it's definitely interesting. This group, like there's a lot of like, I don't know. It's kind of showing you how drag is changing because now it is so mainstream with drag Mm -hmm. races in season 11 and they only care about, not they only, but a lot of them are mostly focused on their reputation and how they're going to look. And it's like, you still have to have a talent. It just takes away from the fun of it for people who don't know what drag is because what drag really is, is like campy music, fun that's why that's what I love about drag, and now when uh, it's mm-hmm. it doesn't scare me like I don't stay up at night worrying about it, but like it it makes me sad for people who like go to drag na- go to shows now. I know I'm not, I'm, I know we're not here to talk about the psychology of drag race, but like you, that's basically what I thought about this one is that that third outfit they had to have made themselves, and you can tell who's really talented mm-hmm. like Nina, and the ones who are just like, mm-hmm. well, whatever. So. Right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It does. It does make it very interesting once you start like kind of looking at it that way because it kind of gives you a whole new perspective on some of these queens. Um, So, yeah, I guess let's talk about just like the judging um, and kind of like what were your thoughts on that? So basically uh, to set it up here, uh, we find out that Brooklyn wins Mm -hmm. um, and then the bottom queens are basically Suga, um, Ariel, and Silky, with um, Silky being safe. So uh, what were your thoughts, Jamal, on that? Agree, disagree? Yeah, this week was just like, meh, and I really wanted it to be more than that. I think that all of the points made were on point and spot on. Um, basically what it comes down to is all these queens need to step it up. Like they're just kind of coasting and it's episode five and what the majority of them were serving is not what we were here to enjoy or buy. So, um, yeah, I hope that they get into their heads a little bit and start to take a new and fresh approach just so, I mean, come on, what are you on here? What are you on the show for? Yeah, girl, get it together. (laughs) (laughs) Sony's like, figure it out. I think that Elvira (laughs) gave them some major, like, points to think about. About, like, putting it together. Because if, like, she knows what it's like to build a character. Elvira's not who she is when she's at home. Like, that's a character. She built that. And so she told them, like, get your shit together. And I think that that's you know, what, what needed to happen. I agree. I think Brooklyn should have won, but that bottom three, if you had six lip sync, why don't you make three lip sync? Cause Silky should have sung too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a tough call for who was on the bottom. I thought that Silky could have landed in the bottom very right. easily as well. Yeah. I, I think so too. I think honestly it just came down to the fact that 
Sugar's like troll was so bad. Right. <laughs> like her look, her looks were terrible. To be honest, it's not a good week for Miss Suge. Are um, we trolling her? But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love puns. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, I think the the lip sync song was the uh, Whitney Houston. I forget the name of the song. Oh yeah, um, I'm oh, your baby yeah. tonight. Yeah, iconic. Which has really no relevance to this (laughs) runway, but it's fine. (laughs) I was confused, too. They could have done Monster Mash, and it would have been better. Oh, how perfect. Gosh. I know. Do something spooky. Like, somebody said that... I saw on Twitter, somebody said something about having Disturbia. That was Seth. As the song. Oh, was it Seth? Was it Seth Lean on the tweets? Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I don't even know him. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Hi, Seth. He's a genius. Wow. Hi, Seth. Like, please come back because you're way better at hosting than what oh, I am. Oh, you're doing fine. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I, I felt bad for Ariel because she obviously fell and that wasn't good. Oh, that was terrifying. Like, I, I remember every bad moment I've had on stage. Nothing at like as catastrophic as that, but damn girl, like I felt for her. I thought she recovered well though. Versace on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked, but she handled it great and she did not tell some yes. sappy story about how she donated a kidney to her cousin's uncle or something. Like she handled herself really, really well. She handled herself really well on social media. Like when Sugar started telling that story about my only friend mm-hmm. were troll dolls, I was like, Stop like just just be your thing. Oh, me too. I was like, girl, we don't care. Exactly. Like, you made it here. You, you have friends now, girl. <laughs> you have a cute fiance or husband, <sighs> fiance. She's engaged. And I was like, he's cute. Yeah, fiance. You don't need trolls in your he's life adorable. anymore. Right? You are okay. <laughs> My God. We're here to drive. Your Amazon wig. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean this lip sync was pretty terrible i thought you know they both were kind of like it just was very low energy not to sound like the president but <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> it was a little tired like yeah. i thought that for a while i thought ariel was doing better because it didn't feel like sugar was making eye contact like her eyes were closed the whole time and I know that she was going for that stand in one spot and give all the emotions kind of performance, but I wasn't reading it as that. And then um, I've seen plenty of videos where Ariel's like turning out right. a stage in a lip sync at a performance. So I don't know what this half-ass jumping jack choreography was that she started before she fell. I think that's why she fell. The universe was like, no, girl, <laughs> not tonight. Yeah. We're not You're not that. my baby tonight. That's what the universe said. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, I just I couldn't tell who was going to win. So I was just kind of on the edge of my seat still by the end of it. Yeah, and I kind of agree with Ariel going to be honest because we just had she. I was getting bored from her right. looks. Like there wasn't anything unique. Like it, I feel like with at least Sugar, like we we might get something interesting from her. Um. Whereas, like, I've already felt like we already got what we got from Ariel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. She just needs a little more time to elevate. And I think that she was like, "Is this the girl that wears the same wig?" Blah blah. 
And I'm like, it, you did wear the same wig, and I've seen you style a thousand wigs because she owns a wig company. But like in yeah. this situation, you did wear the same one all the time, and it was time for you to go home. And Sugar deserved to stay. But can we send Silky mm-hmm. home with you? Because I'm sick of looking at her too. So, but I feel like I feel like Silky's not far behind. I'm getting a feeling. I don't know. Rue likes somebody who's going to stir that pot, and she wants them to be on for just a minute longer. Look how long the vixen was on. I mean, she likes she That's likes true. that little bit. It's what makes good TV. I mean, it is. Mm-hmm. And, That's true. And, and I mean, yeah, we got a romance. We got her. I mean, this is actually not a bad season mm-hmm. of Drag Race. Our complaints are pretty small. So, you know. Mm-hmm. And some, you know... Yeah, and go ahead. plus like acting challenge. I was gonna say like acting challenges. Like she's pretty good mm-hmm. at. So I feel like we're we've got some coming up. So if you have her in there, like she's going to be the top on those acting challenges. That's I'm a good sure. point. Yeah, she'll stand out. I think next week they're doing some sort of Olympics, and if they don't have the reading challenge and they don't have snatch game in the next two, I'm gonna wonder what's going on. And I don't want no like love the dating game match game like they had i want real snatch game hell no that's I right want real snatch game. authentic original snatch i'll game. write a letter yeah, like to somebody our snatch game yeah we want it classic girl. give me a reason i will write a letter not to this my senator Starbucks. he doesn't I'm care i'm not ordering no classic <laughs> <laughs> none of them care <laughs> um i don't know so i guess that was kind of the episode i Uh, I guess we can talk a little bit about Untucked. So we're still doing like our Insta lives. So maybe we can just do like a quick um, point on Untucked. Was there anything, Jamal, that you wanted to like bring up um, or call out? Um, I definitely appreciated Nina's story about her um, experience she had in college with her coming out. I think we definitely plan on digging more into that on the insta live on wednesday so um that was i thought that was huge um she made a point to say you know she's on the show so this is the place where she needs to share it because it was kind of happening around the time of matthew shepherd as well and we'll you know share that story on the insta live as well but nina's right i i just love nina more and more every episode so i just love this moment I'm trying to think of what else happened. There really wasn't a whole lot. Like it was more, they were just kind of talking about their, like the different Queens and how they thought they did. So I think the most of it is probably going to be the Nina stuff, which mm-hmm. I thought it was like really good to hear. Like definitely. I think, you know, if, if all our listeners out there, you know, want to hear more from it, they should come to our Insta live and we'll definitely have a deep dive into it. Yeah. And this is definitely a story. Um, the Matthew Shepard aspect, this is something we've talked about on the show before. So it's something we're definitely passionate about and we plan to dig into with lots of respect and gentleness. And as a mom who watches with like her kid, it's nice to have someone to say a lot of young people watch this. This is something you should learn because a lot of the other queens are like, I'm not here to be your role model. You know, like they're, they don't want to mess with that. Even mm-hmm. Trixie's been like, please stop coming up to me and telling me all this stuff about your life. Like stop doing that. So no. And I, that's the one thing I've enjoyed about Nina this season is she's kind of like, like an older queen. Like when I say older, like meaning like closer to like our age, it's mm-hmm. not like she's like 20 coming out and just right. starting drag. Like 
She's I mean, got a little more seasoning than she's the been around queens. for a while. And like she was coming out like when, you know, maybe it wasn't like as safe as right. what it is now. Um, so I, I think like she brings a lot of unique perspective and I like that she brought up, you know, the trans, you know, yes. brothers and sisters so talking important. about that because she's kind of like, okay, this is where we need to be going now. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout Insta live. What is it? 9 PM Eastern six p.m pacific. pacific yes i finally learned how to say the word pacific <laughs> 6 p.m pacific <laughs> um so before we get into the trade and wrap up let's talk about the points from the fantasy league yes i'm probably can i not be in last place anymore did you move those <laughs> points from seth that i asked you to move which points okay <laughs> wait did i do that Ooh. last week <laughs> <laughs> oh no did i was i supposed to move points i don't remember i'm trying to get you to smuggle some from seth's bank into mine okay he'll never girl, know he's not here we aren't cheating anymore so he's not listening he's like on italy time <laughs> is he still in italy i think he's in france now oh yeah he's i know in where, you're, he's I know where he is time. more than you guys do that's so sad <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know what he's doing now in france like do they have peaches i think there? he just left nice actually he's in Lyon. do they have peaches <laughs> now he's in Lyon. Yeah. oh maybe they have fresh oh my god i have not seen this movie yet i have not seen it <laughs> my kid won't watch it with me i have to have like alone time to watch this movie she said when you all watch it, you'll know the peach you'll, means yeah you'll get the peach <laughs> reference she knows what it is it. i know <laughs> all right so let's talk about the points girl so the mini challenge winner this week was raja so i get 10 points nice job queen uh brooklyn won the main challenge so uh seth gets 20 points what (laughs) um (laughs) the winner of the (laughs) bottom the bottom two lip sync was sugar cane so seth gets 10 points damn and then bonus, Michelle criticized Plastique for relying on that body. She didn't say that exactly, but basically said you're boring and you're give us more than your thing. body. Um, <laughs> so Jamal gets 10 points. Oh, I did get something. Thanks, Plastique. <laughs> and then all of the queens that we still had on the show got five points apiece. So... I don't know. I got like 20 from that. Jamal got, I think like 15. Um, yeah. And then Seth got the rest. However many that is. Um, <laughs> so for episode five, um, after five, I guess after five episodes, I am in the lead with 205 points. Seth is in second place with 180 points. Mm. And Jamal has, 150 points in last place. Damn. I'm team Stony. This is not my season. You're team Stony. Stony and I both hate fall yes. and pumpkin spice lattes. I'm team Stony. <laughs> yes. Pumpkin spice lattes are yeah. gross. So PSA. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I am here for it, girl. I'd die <laughs> if I drink one of those now. Like I'd probably just melt in my car. It's snow today. I think it'll be all right. <laughs> Wait, does that mean we put our boots back on and order pumpkin spice lattes? No, don't now? order pumpkin Ew. spice lattes. All right. So that's the points, girl. So why don't we get into some trade? Trade. I love trade. 
trade. <laughs> trade. Mm. Trade. Oh, trade. Trade. All right. So this will be fun this week because Nikki is here and she's going to give us her trade of the week. But how about we go through ours first and then we'll go over to Nikki. So... I don't know, Jamal, you got yours pulled up over here. So why don't we take a look? (laughs) Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I haven't had this trade on before. Um, His name is Andrea. He's Italian. Um, Instagram handle Insucoro86. But um, he's like a naturally fit guy. He's kind of got the like reddish brown gingery brunette thing going on with his hair and beard. And I just die for that. So um, that's gorgeous and nice. And he's got hair in all the right places. Takes fun pictures. Yum. I can see the one in the mirror. That's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, it looks like... um, <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot going on down there. Just look. I'm not going to be inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. We have guests. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so yeah, be on the lookout for that trade, girl. It'll be in the show notes. Ooh, that one's scandalous. <laughs> we lost Jamal. <laughs> Look, find the picture with find the picture with the box briefs. <laughs> All right, Queen. It's time for you to go. So let's go <laughs> over to my trade. I don't believe so this is the thing, Nikki. It's getting hard at this point because I don't remember who our trades are oh. anymore. So like I'm trying to remember like, have I used this person? I don't think I have. So I'm going to say I haven't. <laughs> um, but his uh, Instagram handle is Gmode, J-E-E mode. This doesn't sound familiar. Yeah. So I don't know. I think he might be in it. I don't know. He travels everywhere. He's probably professional Insta thought, but um, <laughs> he's very handsome. He's just very handsome. Very good looking guy. So I don't know. Does he have cakes? I do not see cakes on this in on his page. Uh oh, it's questionable, y'all. No, there aren't any memes, <laughs> so Seth should be happy. <laughs> Is it a private account? That I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Seth is gonna pull his hair out. <laughs> um yeah, so Seth is always on my case because I'm like choosing trades that are, have private accounts or they post a lot of memes, so <laughs> Just trying my best to, like, meet his requirements. <laughs> He's too picky. I yeah. know. Who doesn't love a good meme? Crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Nikki? Who is your trade I had a week? really hard time deciding. I had to tell you the truth. Because part of me wanted to pick a girl that I've been, like, a woman that I've been listening to a lot here lately. So I almost picked Nicole Byer. Because, like, I think she's gorgeous. Oh. But... The yeah. reason why I didn't is because I decided that I'd much rather have Daniel Levy. Do you guys watch Shit's Creek? Yes, and he's oh, adorable. he is not only <laughs> he is gorgeous and funny and so kind. Like he I love to see his Twitter and how he like cheers on the other people in his cast and like when his sister just got cast onto some new show, he was like, "I'm in tears. I love her so much." I was just like Oh my God, you are such a great person and you're hot. So yeah, I love Daniel Levy. Yeah. 
Oh, nice pick. I like him too. I actually just started. I'm in season one. I'm like on episode five. I just started watching the show. It's my office now. Like I watch it as much as I watch The Office. <laughs> it's really funny. I've I heard really it's really good. It. You would like it, Sony. Su- yeah, you would. Trust me. It's super smart, funny. You would love it. Oh, I'll have to check yeah. that out then because I love like The Office, like Parks yep. and Rec, stuff yeah. like that. It's so. Canadian. It's funny. I love it so much. It's great. And, like, um, they talk about different topics in a really smart and funny way. Like, um, Daniel's character, David, is pansexual. And the way they describe it is just real quick. And it, and it just, it's such a good show. I love it. And, like, did I say he was hot? Because mm-hmm. he's hot. Yeah, that too. Yeah, he's hot, <laughs> y'all. I mean, you'll see. Yeah. You'll see. Yeah, definitely have to check it out now. Now that your, like, <laughs> trade of the week is exactly. on there. So... <laughs> We'll tag him Now that I don't love Nicole Byer, Nicole, you were almost my pick. So (laughs) (laughs) close second. We'll take it. (laughs) All right. So that's another episode in the books, girl. Yes, now I get to edit this shit again. Good luck. Well, thanks, Nikki, for coming on the show. Like, we really appreciate you taking the time and you know, filling in for Seth. We weren't really sure what we were going to do. So I'm glad that we kind of got together and we we're able to record a podcast. I'm so together. excited that you guys asked me. I think it's funny that we live in the same state. We talk almost on a daily basis and yet we've never met in person. Isn't that nuts? Well, it's actually, yeah. I know actually we were saying last week, we were like, if she's ever in town, we have to go out and get drinks. Uh, or I something. just put on like my personal Facebook that I want to go to the black circle brewing company. Cause I heard they do they do like oh. drag bingo there and if i love something it's drag and bingo so yeah i plan on taking a trip down this summer and i want to see bianca in the fall oh nice oh queen bianca is yeah coming. definitely i don't know if we're going to see bianca we are kind of on the fence about it just because we're not like like i love bianca but like i don't really necessarily love like her comedy all the time but um we should definitely, if we don't end up going to that, we should definitely get together like for another for drag sure. show or something. That would be for cool. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah. Don't feel bad. Everybody's like that. They're like, I don't know if I really like Bianca. Tess wouldn't go with me either. She's like, I can only handle being offended so much. So she wasn't down. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm like living for your like daughter, daughter's like tidbits and gems. She's here. my favorite. Like, I can only handle yeah, so much. Yeah, she's like, I, can, I can't. Because, like, she'll say stuff, and she's just like, Mom, it's too much. Then we go see Trixie, and Trixie talks about, like, school shootings, and she's like, Bah-ha-ha-ha. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we went to see Trixie, I was like, I'm like, I'm not really sure. Like, I don't feel comfortable laughing about this. <laughs> um, and then, like, my favorite part of that whole show, I like, this is totally off topic, but my favorite part of going to see Trixie was there were people like booing her that snuck into the theater um, that were sitting over where we were. And Trixie goes, is there a cow in here? And Tess was like, if they don't leave, I'm going to, I was like, what are you going to do? You're 14. Sit down. They'll leave. It'll be okay. She was going to protect her. So it was funny. I'm going to do this. It's like, you're not going (laughs) to do anything. Just sit down. I'm, I'm so here for a ride or die queen. (laughs) I would do the same thing. <laughs> Ride or die queen. <laughs> like turn down or I will turn you down. How about she's that? She's the most, sh- she's so <laughs> incredibly shy. She'd just be like, please stop, sir. Okay, thanks. Bye. And then she'd run away. <laughs> <laughs> 
cute. Well, Nikki, I guess before we get off here, maybe one more time, can you uh, plug your podcast and your Twitter okay. feed so you tell can tell the children where to okay, find so you? My show's called Nikki Needs an Adult. Nikki, C-K-I. Um, I'm on Spotify. I'm on Podbean. I'm on uh, Apple. I'm on iTunes. I'm on Apple Tunes. That's not a thing. I'm on iTunes. I'm on <laughs> CastBox. I am everywhere. I'm even on Google Play. I am everywhere that you would listen to a podcast. You'll find me. So that's that's all the places that you could look for me at. My Twitter is Needs Adult. And I just changed my Instagram to Nikki Needs an Adult. It's just all one big thing. I used to have periods in between it. and It was awful. So Nikki Needs an Adult is my Instagram. Uh, but follow okay. me on Twitter because I need people to. So, yeah. And listen to my show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, join the party, guys. You won't be disappointed. It's a really good show, and um, we interact a lot with Nikki on Twitter. So you'll probably see her on our feed, but needs an adult. Go check her out. Yeah, for sure. Definitely check it out. Nikki's awesome. So we'll definitely probably have more stuff with her in the future. Um, So, yeah, I think next week, Seth. Lean will be back. Seth Lean will be back in the States with us. She's getting off the plane Friday <laughs> and recording fresh out the box <laughs> off the airplane Saturday. So it should be an exciting week. It'll be nice to uh, talk to Seth and get like his thoughts on everything since he's been gone. Yeah, we'll be doing Drag Race, but um, get excited. We're going to do a side mini-sode for y- all of you just to kind of talk about his trip specifically. And he can share with us what That's he was so up exciting. to and what he was doing. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, Scalisha Travels. <laughs> I might have to like reopen that Instagram account. I don't know if it's still up or not, but he's in charge of her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was a lot of fun, Nikki. Um, and we will talk to everyone next week. And until next time, thanks for coming. Bye. Bye. Bye.